Welcome to Sideline Sports. We have a very special guest tonight, but first we got JB and Jake and myself. How are we doing tonight, fellas? Good. How are you doing? Doing well. Doing pretty well. So our guest, Pete Weber. Uh, how are you doing tonight, Pete Weber? Uh, I could just go over everything that you've done, but first of all, just how are you doing tonight? I'm a little down because we just got word about the death of Rene Robert, the right wing of the French Connection line in the last hour. Uh, he was uh, a great person to be around. So just keep that in mind, but I'm still going to take the same. I, I think Renee would want me to take the same lighthearted approach that he always did. So I'm going to try to abide by that. Yeah. I I've been following like some of the posts that you, uh, that you posted about him. So I didn't know about his condition until you had posted it, uh, recently. And, um, he, it was very important in the, you know, in the sport of hockey. So, um, that's, that's a tragedy and, and sorry to hear that uh, somebody that's so close to you. Appreciate that very much. Yeah. So condolences to you and obviously his family and anybody that was uh, close to him. And the They're people of Western New York, believe you me, are shedding tears right now. I'm, I'm sure. So on All a lighter right. note, though, on a lighter yeah. note. <laughs> yes. So we, we have Pete Weber, the voice of the Nashville Predators. He also uh, covered – or you've been covering the Buffalo Bills for a very long time. Uh, you're a big Buffalo Bills person yourself. I go back correct? to OJ Simpson. Yeah, we won't <laughs> talk about that, but yeah. Yeah, so he's big on the Buffalo Bills. Uh, you Sabres, I mean, you've done it all, right? I believe that that's what people like to say. I haven't <laughs> done everything, but uh, I have had uh, multifaceted experience. And so we're very honored to have you. Um, Jake, would you like to start us off, obviously, with some hockey sure, talk? Yeah, That's what absolutely. we're here for. Absolutely. I, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind, I was watching a lot of highlights, trying to prepare for this, and, like, the first thing that has come to mind that I've got to ask Pete, i got to ask your opinion, and, guys, you are welcome to join in on this because I am not as just a hockey fan, but it's just someone watching the sport, just so frustrated. What is going on with this, like, absolutely i mean atrocious refing i have a list of just a few of the bad penalties that have really just been missed and i'm when i say i'm upset that's not even like a fair statement because yeah. there's so many ridiculous calls being made or not made one that was made that really bothered me was last week game two braden point was shoved into varlamov and is given yeah. a yeah. goaltender interference i'm sorry but what is he supposed to do? He looks down for the puck. He's going to make a move and is pushed into the goalie. I'm not sure how that is now considered goaltender interference. And then just a couple uh, a couple days ago, game three in the Golden Knight series, John, Jonathan Marcheseau hit Corey Perry right in the face. I understand he was going for the puck, but, I mean, he took his stick and went, bam, right in the face. Corey Perry bleeding on the ice. His nose is gushing blood, and they call nothing. I mean, nothing. And they see the blood on the ice after the play. I don't understand it. So I'll, I'll defer to you first, Pete. I, I just – I had to ask, like, what what are you seeing that's going on that maybe I'm missing because I don't understand what's going on here. No, I don't think you're missing anything. And when it gets <laughs> to the point where people are feeling sympathy for Corey Perry, that tells you a little <laughs> bit about the extent to which this has deteriorated. Uh, I couldn't believe that goaltender interference call either. And if there's one thing I have learned 
over the last few years, that is one call that will never be black and white. It's going to be, and I don't want to say 50 shades of gray, but it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be in there somewhere in that vicinity. That is, uh, that was incomprehensible to me to see that called like that. And yeah, I didn't get that at all. I, in this Vegas series now, I, because of the bubble they're existing in going back and forth across the borders, I believe we're going to have the same officials. Uh, yeah. Now they have backups as well, but all the way through the conclusion of this series, whenever that may be, and we'll know a little bit more about that perhaps after tonight's game. But this, it has gotten to the point where, now we also have to keep in mind, the officials are following orders they are given from up top. And that comes really from the league's general managers and the the Board of Governors through Stephen Walcom, the director of officiating. And whatever order was issued this time around, I think should be uh, greatly and very carefully rethought. I, I agree. So I'll defer to the other two of you, though. I, I don't. I don't want to just ask Pete. I want to. I want to see if you guys have any thoughts because this is just. As as Pete and I have clearly just said, this is. I don't understand any of this. I think you know it's across all sports. If you're watching them now, the game is mm-hmm. so much quicker. All the games, the athletes are bigger, stronger, faster, and it's become harder to be an official. And, any sport, even baseball, with the strike zone. You see, and we <laughs> talked about it last week. With uh, oh, don't even get me started. Game. So, I mean, it, it's just it's a no-win situation for the officials, in my opinion. But right. at least so far, the NHL does not have an Angel Hernandez officiating game. Yes, I, <laughs> thankfully I <agree>. not. <laughs> Tim Peel yep. was the closest thing we had to that, I think. Yep. <laughs> but I got to say this in defense of Tim, and as a human being. I had uh, a cardiac episode in uh, February of 2014 while on the road in Minnesota. He was the first person to call me. Showing you know some what? Concern. I, I, I'll say this in the defense of him, too. As much as I don't like to say this, everybody does it. I mean, like it just it doesn't necessarily make, oh, it, yeah. make it right. But in every single sport, we all know they make makeup calls. It's just he happens to be the one guy that got caught on it. Yes. All right, he gets caught on it, but – it's it happens. It's the it's the nature of sports. It happens all the time, whether you like it or not. I refer to them in our broadcast as Mary Kay calls. <laughs> anyway, so John, now we can refer to you. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Oh no, it's okay. Um, so I we also have to remember that these are humans, and that and they, as JB said, this game goes so fast that I mean, you watch it on TV. I watch it on TV. I don't know yeah. where the puck is half the time. It's going so fast that I'm like. You know, what just yeah. happened? And then somebody scores, and I'm like, how did that mm-hmm. happen? Because it's so fast. Now, could you imagine in real life, um, guys like you, Pete, who have a hard job yourself, you know, up in the booth calling a game, it's going so fast. Imagine being down there on the ice. You got to, you know, see everything, every little nook and cranny, you know, on who did this, whether it was intentional or not. There's there's human error involved. We, we can't forget that, that these are humans and they make mistakes and it's mm-hmm. going to happen. There's I, no way for them to be 100% accurate. It's just not imagine possible. doing this while calling a road game off a TV screen. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you're trying to call it, you're trying to communicate with the other referees. And, you know, you're in Nashville. <laughs> you're the Hurricanes and you're in Nashville and, and the refs are trying to hear, you know, hear what the other refs are saying to each other can't hear anything or if you're in pnc arena good luck hearing in the playoffs you know just yeah. some examples of loud yeah, arenas absolutely good luck as an official trying to communicate to your other official 
So it's really, it's really hard. I'll, I'll bring up this though, because I know some of these plays, it happens. You miss stuff. There was one play that I'm sure Pete, you saw it because I'm sure you watch every game with as close of an eye as possible. And I believe this was game four. Except last night's Islanders game after a few minutes. (laughs) I agree. I turned that off. Trust me. That was bad. That was – Yeah. But I believe this was game four of Vegas versus Montreal. McNabb punches Suzuki right in the face in front of the ref. In front of Chris Lee. I mean, look, I understand things like Corey Perry get missed. I I, I may not like it, but that's a play I could understand at least being missed. Maybe you don't see the stick hit the face. You see the stick go up, but you don't see the face. All right, fine. You missed that. Okay, I'll give you that pass. Even even though I don't like the Varlamov goaltender interference, fine. You yeah. don't see the push. You just see him go in. Fine, I'll give the pass. But this, the ref is here. The players are here. How do you miss that? I mean, he went right in the face, and the ref watches like this, watches them start scrapping, and then says, okay, gentlemen, now break it up. That's a – I, I get there's human error, but I don't know how you let that go. I mean, I I can defend the other ones, even yeah. though I may not like it. This was like me and you looking at each other, Pete. Correct. And I punched JB in the face across the screen, right? And you say, yeah, I don't care. So what? Even though I know it's not legal. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, that was <laughs> like a, there was a great Kings-Sabres <laughs> game years ago. And as it was written up in the LA Times uh, that Brad May – blocked a punch with his face uh and uh so that resulted in an intriguing if we go back and find <laughs> that summary that penalty call oh so i got i have one more thing i really had to bring up and john i think pete is the perfect person to settle this debate oh, you and i had two weeks ago no and i think it's a it's a fair person to bring in so john and i had a debate i think it was two weeks ago now and john you'll know exactly <laughs> what i'm talking about this was about uh the Canes' second-round series against the Lightning. Which oh, my goodness gracious. John, John knows, he knows right away where I don't I'm going understand with this. how this is possible. So I'll get your opinion, Pete, and whatever you say is law. You say that's 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 who, uh, who wins, if you will. We were debating about how the fact that uh, the Canes took out their rookie goaltender mm-hmm. in the third game, yep. put in Peter Morazic, which won the game, even though I understand he gave up two goals just as much as the first two games were given up. So John made the argument that you know the same amount of goals per game was being given up. Yeah. And then he was saying how he didn't understand why he was put, why Morazic was put in in game three and then subsequently game four. And I said to John that I understood why I think the logic was we're down to nothing against the Lightning. I need to spark my team somehow. Mm-hmm. And it just happened to be Morazic still gave up two goals, but they won the game. So if I'm the coach, I'm thinking I won the game. I'm going to stick with my hot hand, if you will. You know, the guy that won me the game, right? I started in game four. Obviously, game four does not go nearly as well as, as game three did. And John was trying to say that he didn't agree with it. So, John, I'll let you say your side. I don't want to speak on your behalf. And then we'll let Pete. Give and then his we'll talk about Peter DeBoer and what he did last game. <laughs> Well, like I said, uh, the guy who has the best save percentage, the best um, goals against average in the league the entire year out of all goaltenders is is Nadalkovich. He has the best out of any goaltender in the entire league. You don't sit him for two playoff games in a row. Maybe one. They didn't sit him at all against Nashville, against you no. guys, no. even though you guys actually played played him better than, than Tampa Bay did. Tampa Bay actually played him worse. 
because you guys actually got five goals against Nadalkovich, which doesn't happen. You got oh. multiple goals against him. Three or more goals, I believe, twice in the series. So you really well, we had your way five, with we him. Playing five period games. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you you played really well against him. Yeah. Um, but Tampa Bay didn't. They give up. They got two two against him in game one. One a fluky goal in game one. Mm-hmm. Two in game two. Didn't play game three. Okay, you sit him in game three. But game you don't sit him in back to back games. And ultimately, that's what I think killed the series. Because then, obviously, Peter Mrazek gave up six goals. Not all yeah. his fault, but still six and six. You can't, you know, you can't debate that. And then they put him back in in, in game five, and the team got shut out to nothing. So there was nothing he could do there. I mean, if the team doesn't score. Well, he score, could have scored you know, a couple goals. Yeah, yeah there's <laughs> nothing to do. Yeah, I guess he could do a Martin Brodeur and, you know, yeah. score a goal. So, <laughs> there you go. Or uh, Pecorini, yeah. yeah. Or Pecorini, yeah, so. So I, I, I'll defer to you on this, Pete, what you think. I, I no, think I, John and I can agree. Whatever you say, we'll go. Right, John? We'll agree with that? Well, uh, let's, <laughs> let's, go to this, let's go to this Vegas series right now. And uh, taking out Marc-Andre Fleury the other night and, and putting in. Now, as I understand it, Fleury is going to be back in tonight. Yeah. So that's rather intriguing after victory was registered by Robin Leonard in game number four. Uh, they they pay guys based on results. Uh, I would have a difficult time taking my faith away from Mark Andre Fleury, particularly for a guy who got burned so badly in the uh, first playoff game that they had uh, again uh, was against Colorado, and that that was uh, just uh, an incredible decision. And now to go back after a guy, you, like you say, play the hot hand. Uh, hmm. This is, uh, I mean, coaches, we've talked about officiating not being an easy job. Coaches have a very difficult job now. And I think Vegas comes as close to any team as to having a one and a one A as their goaltending entry. Uh, Mrazic, I think, is going to make out okay. Uh, I can't say superbly so financially because of the flat cap as teams look for goaltending Mm -hmm. help this offseason. But that, I'm going to go with you guys, that shocked me that the decision was made to put Mrazek in as they did. Uh, I guess I'm kind of like the old baseball manager. Let's go with the venerable Earl Weaver. Dance with who brung you there. All right. Well, I concede to John. Like I said, if, if Pete's, what Pete says is, is as good as anything. So that's fair. But I, I do agree. I'm not sure I understand taking Leonard back out because my logic still is whoever yeah. just won you the last game, stick with your guy. If, yes. if that's, if that is how you intend to coach, if you're going to take out a guy for losing and make a mistake that I don't personally understand. And I agree with you taking out a guy that just won you a game and mind you has some incredible stops in that oh. game. I mean, oh. he was out of this world for a guy that hasn't really played in this playoffs. I was thoroughly impressed with how well, he was he just right back into it. And I, I understand this is his job, but it's still it's it can be hard when you sat yes. out for so well to get to get back out like that. He was fantastic. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I'm with you though. I, I think by my logic, and I would still stick with it. I don't I don't change my logic based on the scenario. I think Flurry is the better goalie. Just yes. he, he's got the experience. I think he's overall a better goalie. There's a reason he's up for the Vezina. I know that. But if a guy just won you the won you the game, stick with the guy that won you the game. That's but I, that's just me. So, look, if if they win tonight, then I guess he says, you know what, 
Worked out in my favor, so I don't really care. But if they <laughs> I lose, I can do anything I want. Yeah, right. But but if they lose, it's going to be like, hmm. So you took out the hot hand and you lost. Care to explain that one? No. So I, I have one last question, Pete. I don't want to take too long. I know you're. Uh, I know you want to get to the to the game, and I know you want to go relax. And I'm sure John and JB have a couple questions for you. Sure. Uh, but of the four teams remaining, who is your pick to win the Stanley Cup? I know it's hard. It's it's always hard to make the prediction, but Based on what you've seen, and you have seen more hockey than any of us probably combined, who do you who do you think has, has got the edge? Yes, I saw Rene Robert play in person uh, <laughs> back in the 70s. Uh, I have the two sentimental favorites on either side of this bracket right now, Shea Weber with Montreal and, and Barry Trotz with the Islanders. But I also have a great deal of respect for what the Tampa Bay Lightning have accomplished. And they are just so darn deep. I think that series likely will go seven because yeah. of the emotion that goes on in Uniondale. Uh, that is just a tremendous show for me. And I can't wait to see the new UBS arena because I, even after they renovated Nassau Veterans Memorial mm -hmm. Coliseum, I knew many of the rats in there by name uh, <laughs> from, from over the years. So uh, that was something special to me. I, I just think... Tampa Bay is going to be one of our rare repeat Stanley Cup winners. And who do you think they'll face? Likely Vegas. Okay. But they have not been very consistent. Uh, that is the thing where I think Montreal can really be uh, aggravating to them. And uh, I'm all for showing them some more aggravation. Let's And really, what do I root for? I root for two semifinal seven game series. I think that gives right us there all with you. the best of both worlds. I'm right there with you. So John or JB, if you guys have questions, I want to defer to you and then we no, can let that's, that's everything. That's everything I have uh, for the night. JB. So Pete, how has it been being in Nashville from the start, seeing the team, you know, getting to the Stanley Cup, winning the cup, you know, how has that journey been for you? It's been fantastic. I, I always wanted to be in on the birth of a team. And I actually thought because I had done like 2,500 minor league baseball games in addition to all my years in hockey. And it looked like for a while I was going to be with the, the Denver uh, baseball club when it came into existence in 1993. So that did not work out. So I went uh, back to the Buffalo Sabres and worked until I got down here in 1998 and i never would have dreamed i would still be here 23 years later <clears throat> and they want to offer me another deal yet my deal just is running out and this has been well number one yesterday was the anniversary of the predators hosting the 2003 draft where they made that marvelous haul of four defensemen ryan Souter, kevin klein shea weber and alex sulzer drafted in that order that year and when you think about Suter and Weber, each over a 1,000 games, Ryan, because of not having many injuries, is closer to 1,200 games played. Absolutely fantastic. And I'll never forget, as Jim Gregory, the late Jim Gregory, was calling the role of all the teams from the stage that day, the roar that came up from the Nashville side when they were saying Nashville Predators, and the, the place just went absolutely ballistic. And that was a year before the club even reached the playoffs. That was the team's fifth season. The sixth year, they finally made the playoffs. But then 2007 came, 
and Craig Leopold made a deal to sell the team to some guy named Jim Balsilli. And that was when uh, Blackberries were still in vogue. The iPhone <laughs> had not taken over the marketplace. And uh, that was his company, Blackberry. But he decided to start marketing the team without even having applied to move the club to the NHL Board of Governors as the Hamilton Ontario Predators using the logo, the marks, and all that stuff. The league then stepped in, and suddenly, uh, instead of getting my house here where I sit right now, ready for sale with paint jobs and all that, uh, getting ready to move back to Buffalo and commute to uh, Hamilton, Ontario, the 40 minutes each way, uh, we got saved by local ownership stepping in. And since then, it's been nothing but on the way up, uh, especially with the fan response. So in April of 2008, the club had been stripped for sale. Uh, sent Paul Correa, didn't, there was not the money there to re-sign him after his two free agent years here. Scott Hartnell and Kimo Timonen dealt off to the Philadelphia Flyers. And Thomas Volkun, the, the goaltender, the man who really helped the club to its first playoff berth, was dealt before his no-trade clause kicked in to the Florida Panthers. Uh, and then, uh, so the team was, the depth was not exactly there. I quoted Earl Weaver earlier. He was proud of his Orioles teams for always having deep depth. Uh, there was not deep depth on that Predators team. Last week of the season in April of 2008, they're in a must-win game against the uh, St. Louis Blues here in Nashville, down a goal in the third period. And then, without any provocation from public address or from the scoreboard, in the uh, first TV timeout of that third period, the fans, as one, seem to decide, okay, a spontaneous standing ovation to try to will the team on. And it worked. And it's been almost a tradition here ever since that April in 2008. So, JB, to answer your question, it has been so much fun to see the increase in interest. And then in, in 2017 in the cup final, while the Country Music Association Festival is going on outside, it looked like Woodstock around Bridgestone Arena. <laughs> I mean, Alan Jackson was holding a, a concert in the street on Broadway, and there was no place to move. You, you had to get into the arena almost to escape it, but that was like running a, a true gauntlet to get in. So wow. to see that amount of enthusiasm come in, where whereas earlier, Tuesday and Thursday night games, and traditionally the Predators have been at home Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, uh, since they started, they avoid... Sundays and Wednesdays because of the churchgoers uh, here in the Bible Belt. And that was uh, something they had to do. But then what happens with the first ever playoff game? Easter Sunday afternoon. <laughs> and the place was as loud as it has ever been for that game. And the fact that it was against the team favored by many here, by many of the hockey fans here, the Detroit Red Wings, made that even greater. And then Volkun wins that one. And then game number two here at home, game four of the series, he registers a shutout. That's awesome. So, do you guys have any other questions? No, no that's that's everything that I have. Well, yeah, I appreciate uh, you taking the time. It's it, it yes. an honor to have you. Oh, Glad yes. to do it, guys. Thank you so much for understanding my fragile emotional state at this point in time. Yes. I appreciate yeah. it. We, we Thank appreciate. you again for, for taking the time out of your yes. night. I. I, we we all really really appreciate yeah. it, Pete. It was it was awesome talking to you, and I 
I gotta tell you, if, if there wasn't if there wasn't a game on tonight and we had nothing else going on, could have talked to you for for hours hours longer. Well, would, well sometime we'll tell the story of what it was like when I was with Los Angeles Kings and Bob Miller and I were uh, deputized, if you will, to be the announcer voices on the ABC made for TV movie Miracle on Ice, because we're the only guys who could pronounce the Russian names at that point in time <laughs> in Southern California. And here we were for a kid of television growing up in the 50s and the 60s, we were on the soundstage at Glen Glen Studios to do the audio. And what was recorded there in my youth? I Love Lucy. Oh, wow. That's, that's, that's awesome. something else. I, I love that show. Yeah, I'm that an old school awesome. guy, so I love all those shows. Let's just see the chocolates coming down the conveyor belt and think about that. <laughs> and she's shoving them in her mouth. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, Thank Pete- you, guys. Yes, go enjoy the game. Thank you again so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Hopefully we can have you on again. Thanks for the invitation. Thank you. Much appreciated. Take care, guys. Have a good one, Pete. All right. Good night. Pete Weber, awesome, awesome interview. That was great to have him. Guys, we got a lot of talk about Stell. And there's one thing that I've got to bring up that I didn't get to bring up while Pete was here because I figured this would be a good conversation for the three of us. I know I bashed on the Islanders for, for losing 8 nothing the other night, but can we talk about what happened a few nights before in Game 4 against the Lightning? Because this may have been not only the save of the playoffs, save of the year by Polak. I mean, Ryan Polak with a game saver. It, it was less – it was uh, – yeah, it was, it, was, it was less than 10 seconds ago. Eight seconds – a little bit more to go on an Islanders power play, and this happened. I will pull it up because this was I, – for all I had to say about what happened last night, this was an unbelievable save. I mean, this was – this may have been one of my, the best plays. Watch McDonough. Does, he does the spin move, and right there, Pollock right in front. I mean, what a save – and if he doesn't save that, this game possibly goes to overtime. Islanders can take a 3-1 lead. Uh, excuse me, the Lightning can take a 3-1 lead. And I have said this from the beginning. If you give the Islanders a lead, this is a team that will not give it back. And I think that is proof, I mean, the, the, the perfect proof to say that is exactly how this team played. I mean, that was awesome. The Lightning avoided that by scoring eight goals last night. They didn't exactly. have to worry about that. We'll Absolutely. convert you with Islander fan eventually, Jake. Don't worry. Absolutely we not. We got time. Don't worry. JV, it's like converting him into a Mets fan. It's not going to happen. There's a lot of things in this life. Fan. I was basically born into being a Rangers fan, and it will never change. You can try all you want. It will never, ever change. This, gonna, this right I'm here. Not try. It'll just happen. Trust Absolutely me. not. It'll just happen. Absolutely not. But I had to bring that up because that was, I mean, Talk about a phenomenal save. Big time play. Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, I don't care if the Islanders win this series or not. That's that may no, that will be the play. That will be the play of the playoffs, no matter what happens in this series. That's what I mean. That was unbelievable. I was watching it live, and my immediate thought was, wow, that's gonna be one heck of a goal. And when he when Pollock saved that, I uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. So I do tip my hat. By the way, by the way, McDonough took more shots in the final period of his game. 
than Ben Simmons did in the final period of his oh, game. Oh, boy. Oh, we're we're going to get to the NBA. We're going to get there in a minute. Hold on. I just want to round bloody. this out. Because, John, bloody. I have some things you're going to like here. I have some things you're going to like. I want to round out. Sorry, it's an a couple, easy shot. Uh, <laughs> unlike I took more ben shots Simmons. there than Ben Simmons did in the fourth <laughs> quarter. I have a couple things I know you'll appreciate because we just have a couple new NHL awards. Nothing crazy. It's just a couple that came in over the weekend. And I know, John, you'll appreciate because actually two out of the three belong to your Canes. And I think they're very well deserved. I think the best of the three, in my mind, is the Jack Adams Award for the Coach of the Year. Rod Brindamore, absolutely deserving Coach of the Canes. I told you, this is a team that played well beyond my expectations, especially for a very young team. I think he did a great job. I think it was very deserved. Uh, the Selkie Trophy went for best defenseman, fo- best defensive forward, Alexander Barkov of the Florida Panthers won that. So congrats to him. And John, I know you'll like this too because it's another uh, another Canes player, Lady Bing Award for the most gentlemanly player. So the opposite of a punchable face, I guess. Right. That goes to Jacob Slavin, your other favorite, one of your favorite players on the maintaining, While also maintaining. Uh- also being one of the best defenders. It's it's a Absolutely. mixture of sportsmanship and being up there as the best defender. He only had two penalty minutes this year, as we mentioned a while ago. Yeah. The two penalty oh. minutes he had all year while leading the team in ice time, he flipped the puck over the boards by accident, uh, got a two minute delay of game. Could have been perfect on the season. Never never uh, committed a penalty on guys, another player. What's up? The Pistons got the number one pick in the draft lottery. Just so oh, we know. Geez. Pistons, Rockets, Breaking news Cavs, by Raptors. So Pistons and Raptors? Pistons, Rockets, Cavs, Raptors. Okay. Golden State with the 7th and the 14th. They're going to get two number ones. Good for them. Yeah. That's, that's, as it happens. The Rockets are going to rebuild. I mean, they got a lot of picks. Them and OKC have some picks. Oh, absolutely. And they're going to be rebuilding. I love so, this comment right here. Detroit, wow. the city of misery. They've been those Pistons have been bad. <laughs> They've been terrible since they the had Pistons, the Lions, the Tigers. The Tigers the have been bad for a while. But that's all I got for hockey. So the Red Wings so have can, fallen. The Red we can Wings move have on fallen to basketball after this, by the way, I'm, for a I'm while good. now too. Yeah, no, they're they're not oh, looking no. good. I kind of want to forget Michigan. about the NBA. Kind of like Ben Simmons wants to forget about shooting. Oh, that was. That may have been one of the worst displays. I, okay. I think I think any of the three of us could have been better than him. And I'm not just well, saying. I mean, we would have taken shots at least. I, I, at the I, very I, least, I can put a ball up. I mean, look. How many of us would shoot misses, higher than 37% at the free throw line? I think all three of us. I'm not a good say, free throw shooter. I know I'm bad. You'd be better than 37%. I could probably do better than that. But I think what's worse, worst, how do you not take I would shoot that. I mean, in my I'm worst terrible season, at basketball. I shot 70%. My worst. I'm my absolute worst. Really? Now, yeah. Now, and that was my worst. I, I don't understand how guys can't shoot free throws. I and then know. you have a wide open layup, and you're already six foot something. Why aren't you taking it? Because he's afraid he's going to get hurt, I think. And, and I'm not agreeing with it, but I'm just I'm just explaining what I think is happening. But I think that is. If you have that little seven. confidence in your layup. Was he six foot ten? A if you have that little confidence in hitting a layup, get up. off the court. I agree. Yeah, I get I, off the court. And it's, not fair to, it's not fair to Embiid, man. I mean, Embiid played his heart out in that series, played through injury, 
came back from injury. I mean, Embiid, you know, as, as much as, as he gets from everybody uh, when it comes to slack, he plays like, hard uh, out. Slack, plays hard out, and nobody else picked him up, really. Seth Curry's not your number two. He's not a guy you're going to put as your number two. If he is, you're not no, going to the finals. He's a solid number three. Four. 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 I he's, mean, he's not a guy you're going to count on to get to the finals, but no. he'll make some shots. No, they need a number two, and Simmons he's was supposed right to be. Simmons was no. supposed to relieve some pressure off of. And to, John, Embiid, to answer your so, question, by the way, he is six foot eleven, so he's six eleven, and he's a guard. And he with, did that with his, his wingspan. A layup be like a foot. And Trey Young wasn't even going to block the shot. He just kind of like made a he pass at the ball. He didn't like, even try. So, yeah, he understood. Like, okay, I'm not going to do anything about this. It's just whatever. Like, nothing I can do about it. Yeah. He is listen. And I get I don't well, uh, I don't like giving me, up on a play. Give me but a half sometimes you just dollars. can't do anything. No. Give and me he knew a half that. million dollars. I will go practice shooting for twelve hours a day. Jamie, How much yeah, does he make? Give me one hundred and forty five million over the next four give me, years. Give me twenty five thousand dollars. Give give me or a no. thousand. I don't you care. I'll go do it. I don't care. If I if I can get the prestige of being that good, I'll go do it. Especially right. if I'm if I love basketball like this guy's supposed to love basketball. You love basketball. I'm sorry, but that is that's uh, offense. That's offensive to basketball. And so anybody that likes basketball. John, John brought that up. Shaq struggled. Dwight Howard has struggled. The they worst free powerful. throw. The worst free throw shooting percentage in the history of the NBA playoffs, career wise. Ben Simmons, thirty seven percent. After this playoffs, he has the worst. In the history of basketball, worse than Shaq, worse than Dwight Howard, which worse is than sad anybody thing to say. ever. And he's he a missed, guard. He and missed he more has... free throws than teams in the playoffs. Yep, more than the Nets. I believe I ten say, more than the Nets. There was a couple teams yeah. that were lower than him. Yeah. Yep. I mean, just sad. That wasn't the way to lose, you know. But speaking of losing, you know, the Brooklyn Nets. Oh yeah. Cool. Let's talk about that one. <laughs> His foot uh, was on the line. I feel like uh, that game by inches. It, it feels like you guys. I'm sure you guys have seen the Adam Sandler movie Grown Ups. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's like when they have the flashback. His foot was on the line. His foot was on the line. That's what was happening. But of course, they got the right call. But it's his foot was on the line. I gotta tell you, it, I, I saw all over every social media. If he had like. A size seventeen or sixteen shoe instead of instead of his stupid size eighteen, he makes that into three pointer. Yep, his feet are just that's that good. big, and of course that's not like an excuse. It's just funny to think if his feet are just any smaller, just a smidge smaller, to three pointer, and he wins the game probably. Listen, uh, he played a hell of a game. Oh, absolutely, was, that was not his fault that they lost. Yeah, it was all him. Joe Harris, I'm sorry if they break him back. He got hit in the head with a pass from James Harden. He was, got he got beat every play I saw in Game Seven. He was horrible, and yet he was on the court time and time again. He's it was frustrating to watch. I mean, it that was, overtime was so ugly. I think there were what two shots made, three shots made. Okay. I, I know there was only a couple. It was not a lot. I know. I mean, you know, you can't you can't expect guys like Harden and Durant to play fifty minutes a game. No, but I'm just talking about the rest of the Nets team. Nobody was making. Sh- I mean, nobody. KD no. was the only this one. This is what I was worried about anything. when I looked 
this is what I was worried about when I looked at the Nets was could these guys step up without the experience? Because these guys don't the the role players don't really have the experience, don't really have the pedigree of winning. Whereas well, you know Harden and KD do and Kyrie does. Right, but but it's different when you get to. No, the issue is when they got rid of the better role players when they brought in Harden and they had less guys. So what happened was they went, they got, you know, they got rid of uh, Allen and. When you get rid of those other guys, you're expecting your new big guys to work. And when Kyrie's out. They picked up Blake Griffin and all these guys, DeAndre Jordan and all these guys. Blake Griffin was phenomenal for what for what he did at Detroit. He did do pretty well, I have to say. He, I, he really picked he up was, his game, especially for he what resurrected he was. his career. Yeah, yeah. He point. he didn't resurrect his career. He was faking being washed up. I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I want him on my team. That no. you know, he all of a sudden yeah. can play. Yeah, but there'll be somebody that'll take him. It's like Absolutely. James Harden was the mel- marshmallow man, and then all of a sudden he's as skinny as I am. As soon as he goes to Brooklyn, <laughs> like I don't think so, Barry Bonds. Oh, leave the Incredible Hulk alone, okay? It's the Incredible but, Barry Hulk, excuse you. Yes, yes. <laughs> but anyway, getting back to the Nets, I mean, Harden played, he was injured. He shouldn't have been playing as much as he played. Nobody stepped up. Joe Harris is a joke. I wish we had Spencer right now so we could talk I know, about I was Harris. just thinking that. I yeah, don't think he wants to talk about his Nets right now, I'm sure. <laughs> I really want to see what, what the thoughts – I want Joe Harris to change his name. I think that he should never be called Joe anymore. Yeah, you should not be able to have your – he should not have no. your name. Nope, he does no. not deserve what it. You're the better Joe. I'm just – I'm curious. You're the better you Joe. Thank you. What should he I mean, rename himself, though? What do you think? Well, I mean, I'm in the, the middle of renaming players, so we're going to find a name for Joe Harris. Him and Ben so Simmons we, can. So him and Ben we, Simmons can golf on an island and practice basketball should we, together. We should. Should we reassign the name Joe to Anthony Davis and nickname him Glass Joe and just totally change his name as well, or or yeah. do we not want to give him the name of Joe because we don't want to disrespect well, Glass like Joe. Rick that's, Joe. That's com- Rick Joe Harris. That's a, common, uh, that's a common, you know. All right, fair phrase. enough. I can't enough. change all of the world, but but Joe Harris He's doesn't change the world. But you can change Joe Harris. Okay. He's trying to change the world for the better. I don't blame you. To get, I mean, it was like, oh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get a pass when Harden's got the ball. Wake up! I mean, come on, you're on the court, look alive. I mean, especially you're a good shooter. I don't get it. I mean, keep your eye on the ball. I mean, like I, I know that's a baseball thing, really, but like that applies to all sports. Always pay attention to where the ball is in football. If you're going to tackle a guy that doesn't have the have the ball, what good is that going to do? Keep your eye on the ball, exactly. so you know who has the ball in basketball. Keep your eye on the ball. Why? So if you know the ball is coming to you, it doesn't go doink and come off of your head, right? So you catch the ball, okay? In baseball, obviously, so you can hit the ball. And then hockey, all right, it's not a ball, it's a puck, but whatever. It's the same concept. If it's coming to your stick, so you get the you pass. You definitely don't want that to hit you in the head. Right. <laughs> no. Like, you always pay attention to what's happening. Why? Because that's where the play is. How do you not pay attention and then let it hit you in the head like that? I, I don't understand. That's That's pathetic. The ghost of J.R. Smith lives in Joe Harris. J.R. Smith wasn't even that bad, I don't think. J.R. Smith made dumber. Say otherwise. J.R. Smith made other stupid plays, but not necessarily that type. If that makes sense. He he played a very John Starks like game. (laughs) You know, just not there when it was needed in a a do or die game. Not a John Starks. Oh, I see why. I see why. Okay. It was just disappointing. It was. You know, 
And I, why, why was TNT constantly showing Kyrie Irving? The guy can't play. He's hurt. I don't need to see him. Get him off my screen. That's fair. That's fair. I, I mean, if you show him once, I understand. That's it. We're done. How many times yeah. did Kawhi get shown in, in game one is my question. Because I didn't watch it, but I'm sure he probably got shown a lot, you know, when he didn't play or CP3. Yes. I'll never understand it. I'll never understand. And this whole stupid thing with CP3 is I'm, – I'm infuriated about it, actually, because they're putting him on this COVID protocol, health and safety, whatever. But LeBron went out to go hang out with Drake at a party. Uh, I believe it was, LeBron. LeBron can do whatever – Right. He can do, exactly. He can do whatever just, but, but that's what I mean. I understand it's LeBron. But it just infuriates me that they're like so wishy-washy with the rules. And it's the same thing in hockey, like I was talking to Pete about, right? It infuriates me because the the way they call versus don't call, or you know, in this case, the way they make decisions or rather don't, I don't understand it. I mean, what is up with that? I, it's just mind-boggling to me. Mind-boggling. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. I'm not a not a fan. Neither. I'm just. I'm so frustrated. If you couldn't tell, I'm like, I'm so sick of the way these leagues are handling everything. It's just ridiculous. Well, now we can all go to the games again, guys. So That's true. Full full attendance. True. True. Yeah. So it's like COVID didn't happen. Did you see the the square of Milwaukee? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, seven? that was nuts. I'm sitting there. I'm like, did, was there, is there COVID? Did they just did, no, did COVID just not get Milwaukee? It I mean, just I get, I get that you know you want to enjoy the game, go to a sports bar or something. No, let's go pack into the crowd that there's no room to move. Yeah, that's right. That's good. It's a good idea. That works. Yeah, well, I mean, they're, they're going into stadiums sitting together and stuff now. So what's the difference, right? I guess. I guess. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. I mean, I'm not a scientist. Uh, I talk sports. I agree. So, anything else in the NBA you wanted to talk about? No, I mean, Phoenix, LA, Kawhi's out, CP3's out, John's out. You know, we're all out. We're all out. We'll see if Phoenix can uh, take game two tonight. This, this might be the most boring playoffs, I think, NBA playoffs I've, I can remember in a long time because of all the injuries. KD yeah, shut that down the other day, which I give him a lot of credit for. Who did? Because KD, after the Nets got eliminated, there was a fan on Twitter saying, you know, how the NBA has got to be upset that the Nets are out. Uh, I'm not sad. I just think out. that with all these injuries, it's kind of lost its touch with everybody getting hurt. There's That's no what stars. There's no big, really big cities left. You know, like, New York's like, out. Like, like the conference finals doesn't mean as like the Western for me. I, it's because both got both of their stars are hurt. And it's like, well, man, CP3 is like, not hurt. He has. Uh, well, you know what I mean. Like both of them are out. Especially Kawhi is probably not going to play in yeah. the series. So, like yeah, the yeah. Clippers have like mm-hmm. little to no chance because he's you know he's not going to play. So it's like that kills it. It's like yeah, the Clippers cost me money last year. Forget them. I just, I, I whenever I see out. any conference finals, any NFL, AFC championship, NFC championship, I want the teams at their full strength so that way I can watch the teams at their best. That's what I do. I agree. I agree. So I'll, I'll ask this as I asked back in Atlanta when we were on the radio. Trey Young, do we like him now? Is he is he a superstar or no? 
Yeah, I mean, well, define like because I can't say I like him. He's, he's underrated. First, he's of all. becoming he's the the NBA uh, villain, if you will. That's how people seem to be describing him. So, if that's what you mean by like him, I don't say I like him like that. But do I think he's a superstar? Absolutely. And I could have told you that earlier this season that I thought he was. I think him and Ja are easily two of the biggest players for the future, no question. Yeah. And, and I, Trey is proving that he's got ice in his veins, and he is just, you know, right now he's just, he's almost as good as they come in terms of young stars. And you notice how I don't put Zion in that conversation right now? Well, Zion's not it's, happy in, um, it's, in it's, that, it's that not an accident. It's not an accident I don't put him in there, though. Why? He's not leading his team to playoffs and doing all these things, right? Job led his team to the playoffs. That's what superstars do, and I understand it's hard to compare these players, Guess but what? but 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 I respect that he did that. And Trey Young, oh. he is taking over. When you're, and I really love I love that for him. When you're you twenty two or twenty four or whatever, like Luca and Zion are really young, you haven't done anything. Shut your mouth. Like you I haven't think done Luca has a little room to talk. No, 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 no. You haven't done anything in the NBA for real. You haven't gone anywhere in the NBA, and you're already complaining that. Oh, I don't have enough help. I might want out. Like, get out of here with that. I'm, I, I think, don't like I think, that. I, I know you bring up Lucas because he's an example. If you've established yourself, if you established yourself, really think it's, do you really think it's a basketball thing, or do you think it's a money thing? He's not going to make money playing in New Orleans. Not going to get the no. I mean, he's going to get paid. He's going to get the max whenever he's up for it. If, yeah. We're not but, talking about. NBA but, contracts. But it's already more, these guys whining. He's talking about sponsorships, other endorsement no, deals. No, but I think that they're whining because they Zion, don't have the super team. Because they Zion don't have their will GM. Be playing with R.J. Barrett in Madison Square Garden within the next I would three. love that. But I'm, but I'm saying I think that they're whining because they don't have uh, their GMs going out and saying, hey, who do you want? Who do you want to trade for? Yeah, and, but Luca's not see, complaining, and I don't think he. Don't I've think already he, heard reports that he, that he's unhappy with the direction of the team. Luca, I've already up. Yep, I've already. I heard, heard Porzingis reports. is upset. I've, I've heard reports that Luca's unhappy. Porzingis with is the always upset. Of the team. Yeah, well, yep. that's why he's a. So bummer. him and Zion both apparently are unhappy with the direction. The only thing I'll say is Luca has a little more room to speak because he's actually accomplished things. But he's what least, has he accomplished? He's brought his like, team to the playoffs, and he's oh, tri- good, good no, for you. So did Ja. It's right. That's good, why. That's why I brought. Oh, that's Big why deal. I brought Ja up before because he's a superstar now. He's but, earning that status as, as a player. Sometimes that's, just that's, shut your mouth and do your job. Like you don't need to cry every time you don't have the perfect team. Not every team's gonna have. You're not gonna have fifty superstars on every team. It's just not gonna happen. Stop whining the, that you don't the have. Problem is that's Kawhi the way this league is set up to be now. That's, you need to have two superstars me. per team. I don't think I like it's, it. It's, it's not that I like kind of it. Been but... that way, if you think about it, too. Three is yeah. now, I think, more the setup. Yeah. I think but it's like, just if, it's more common now than it used but to if, be. If Dame, if, for example, if Damian Lillard said, hey, you know, I'm unhappy with the direction of the team, and, and I want you to bring somebody in or I want out, I wouldn't be upset at that because look at what Dame's done for that team. Look at all he's given to that team for years and years. years and he's never said anything. You so know what I think is ironic about gripe, this, though? Hold on. He says this about Dame. It's okay. But to switch it to football, when Aaron Rodgers complains, he says, shut up and play football. Can we just no, talk about – hold on. It's the same thing. Rodgers, Rodgers has actually got a championship. Have- hold on. Hold on. Rodgers has brought a championship to his team, actually. 
Dave look what the Packers have not. done. Look what I, the Packers have done to build around Rodgers. All the all the players they tried to invest in, aside from the the Jordan Love thing, but for years and years they tried to invest in the team, make the team better. Not really. The, That's the, the point. The Blazers bro. haven't done anything to they help the team out. Take, That's not they true. They brought Carmelo. C.J. McCollum or Carmelo. Carmelo is out of his prime. Come on. Doesn't man. matter. But you just need brought, you need another guy to Jimmy play Butler. alongside him. They haven't brought a Jimmy Butler. They haven't brought a Kawhi Leonard. They yeah, haven't brought a Paul George. They you know why they haven't, these... John? It's the market. Well, Nobody wants, I, I don't think no, anyone wants to play important. But that's I'm the saying, problem. That's the my, problem that's they're running point into. Is if he has a gripe, I can understand because he's given everything and he's never said anything. He hasn't called his problems like Aaron Rodgers does. Aaron Rodgers has always been a diva there in Green Bay. Always been these boiling issues. Dame's never yeah, said but, anything. But your your criteria seems to be if they've done something in the league and something for their team, they're allowed to have a great. They've established themselves and they've done something. Aaron Rodgers, well, I mean, how much more established Aaron would Rogers you like him to be? Yeah, but he has no room to talk because the team has tried to build around him for Not years really, and years. Though. They've tried to help him out. How? How many first-round draft picks on offense have they had? Look at that None. offensive line. Look how much money they've invested in his well, offensive line That's, over that's the not years. what we're asking. We're just saying how many first round picks have gone towards offense, and the answer is none, except for Jordan Love, which does not help Aaron Rodgers. So, so the, the, the point but we're making have, is the Adam. highest pick. Hold on, the point we're making is the highest pick you can get is the arguably the considered, you know, the best pick in your draft. Usually, that's where the best talent. And I put quotes around that because, of course, there's always diamonds in the rough and sleepers. I, I know that. But that's where the considered best talent is at number one, and they haven't done squat. And I don't mean to make this about Aaron Rodgers, but as we always said, of course Aaron Rodgers always makes the conversation. Always Aaron Rodgers. He's just that that way. But he's a great example of a guy that is in the same scenario based on what John's saying. Didn't Aaron Rodgers – they went out and got Jimmy Graham. Didn't Aaron Rodgers have Devontae Adams? Didn't Aaron Rodgers have Donald Driver? Didn't Aaron Rodgers have James Jones? Didn't he have Aaron Jones, one of the best running backs in football? I mean, this guy, David Bakhtiari was on his line. Corey Lindsley was his center. Really good offensive lineman. They've had great offensive linemen. They've had great skill <laughs> players for years. I like that. Just Aaron Rodgers. That's the They drafted Clay Matthews, who was a force for them. They tried for B.J. Raji, who was actually really good for them. Um, they, they have Jair Alexander. They've had stars on this team. I mean, even offensively, like I mentioned, all those players. They had, don't forget about Jordy Nelson. They had Jordy Nelson. He had he's had great he's had elite he's allowed, receivers. A, if you're using your criteria, he's allowed to say he doesn't want to play there anymore, John. You but, can't but have they have the weapons. Different. They built around him for years and years. It's his fault. He's one in five in conference championship games. I think That's the problem with Nelson is they've given yeah. him one weapon at a time. Like, they haven't had like let's say Devontae Adams and Jimmy Graham. They've yeah, they had, only had Jordy Nelson, Donald Driver. You know, I wouldn't for put his, Donald Driver and Jordy Nelson in that same conversation, though. I'm sorry. Did you watch Jordy Nelson whenever he was at his prime? No, no I'm I'm saying I wouldn't put Driver up with Nelson. I'm, I'm uh, Donald I, Driver was really, hey, really Roger good. Franco hit a home run for the Rays. Ooh, good for him. So they've had weapons for years. I mean, James Jones led the league in touchdowns one year. He led the league in touchdowns. That's really good. Okay, John. They've had weapons. John, you could say that about any player that one player That's had hard one to whole do. season. Oh, is he no, better I'm than Julio Jones? Huh? Is he better than Julio Jones? No. But he okay. but he led the league in touchdowns, which is really okay. good. 
James okay, Jones was a reliable receiver. Just wanted to check on that. That's all. He was <laughs> a really good receiver. They ha- he's had weapons his whole career. Oh, he's had a great Jake, line his me. whole career. Help what? Me. Help me. You know what I think I got to say, JB? I got one thing. John is out of order. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> anyway, we're in basketball. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers for some reason. He always I comes explain. up, I'm telling you. But anyway, these guys, Luca, and, and if the reports are true, if Luca and Zion are complaining already at their young age, shut up. Like, seriously, go out and prove it. You know, I don't care if you've if you've had some good games in the playoffs. You haven't gone anywhere. You haven't taken your team to the conference finals. You haven't done anything yeah, me, of relevance. I got, I got one thing. To to establish yourself. You don't need to be a 22-year-old kid already <laughs> whining about wanting out. It sets a bad precedent. I it's agree a bad with example. you. I agree, but Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying I'm not saying players can't complain. They can, but at some point, when you're new to the league, you're a young guy. You need to take your lumps before you start demanding you whether you want in or out of a place. <laughs> <laughs> we got a little judge there too. Now he's got his gavel. There we go. We got to keep that for when I say out of order. I love it. There you go. Now, now when someone's out of order, we just go. You know what I'm saying? Just there you go. I like it. Uh, so, all right. Do we have anything else for the NBA, though? No, I mean, you know, we just talked about the draft lottery. Yep. Um, I think I'm pretty good. John, I'm yep. going to bring it up, and I hope you remember. You told us at the end of last week, I don't know if it was during the show. I know for a fact it was either right after the show ended or right before the show ended, you had a topic that you wanted to bring up to us, but you wouldn't tell us anything about whatsoever, and it has been eating away at me. And I'm going to tease this first, and then we'll get to that. I have a surprise for you gentlemen and for all the viewers afterwards. But, John, you you had the floor. You you had this last week. Are you sure? Because this is going to be uh, potentially a long one. All right, so – I, I asked this a couple years ago to my brother. I thought this was a good topic. Okay, sports. Some sports get a little bit boring. Some sports are a little bit dry. Golf, baseball bowling, can get boring too. Sadly, sadly, you know. So how do you how do you fix those sports? You you got to add something to these sports to make them fun. Whether if you had boxing, if you had barbed wire around the ring, <laughs> add a little bit of that. Makes boxing a little bit more exciting. You're going to draw some people in. So I wanted to know some sports where you guys could spice up the sport. And it could be as wacky as you want. I would add barbed wire around the ropes in boxing. More people are going to watch. And people are not going to push each other into the ropes because you don't want to get pushed into the ropes in boxing if there's barbed wire there. You just you just suggested let's put barbed wire around the ropes so we hurt each other severely. No, not hurt. Boxing would be a lot more interesting. You're trying to spice up the sport. Okay, so hold on. Got to do let, me, let me present. Hold on. Let me present the scenario yeah. in which someone could get severely injured, Look, albeit completely unintentional. Hold on. Hold on. You'll understand my point when I get to it. <laughs> Let's say you and I are boxing. It, just using us because we're here, and I knock you on. I, I knock you out. I, I completely. You go out cold. But I do it, and we're near the ropes, and you oh, don't are, get near the ropes. Hold on, let's say we're we're a little bit off the middle of the ring, but you're big enough that when you fall, yep. your head hits the ropes. Well, then you better be careful and don't get knocked out. 
This John, is what, this would make boxing a lot more exciting. Do you, you understand that nobody would play would ever box again? Well, nobody cares about boxing now. So we got to spice it up. Got to add. Got to bring boxing back. Logan Paul is boxing. Everybody wants to see it now. That's now it's the hottest thing ever. Are, that's not Mike Tyson versus Evander Holyfield. That's not that. Nobody cares about these exhibitions. It's horrible. Anyway, no, but, but I don't want to add barbed wire and possibly kill people by accident. Because Look. think about it. This is really terrible. But, I mean, this is a serious scenario I'm now thinking about. Okay, your jugular vein, which is in your throat, if they fall and Look. the barbed wire hits them All in the right, neck, there they could we be go, dead. Debbie. Debbie is in order. She's not out of order. She's... <laughs> She's not in contempt. Oh Look at Debbie. You guys are I'm nuts. proud of her. A ring of fire around the soccer field. What is wrong with soccer? Soccer is a great soccer sport. Soccer is not boring. boring. Let's face it's it. Not, there's not enough action not in soccer. Maybe shorten the field a little bit. Put a ring around the field oh, of fire on so you don't go out of get bounds. And watch. It is a great it's sport. It's boring. I've tried. It is not boring. John, hold on. I, actually, I trust what Debbie said. I like it. I, I actually have something really interesting. Yes, bring it baseball. on. Now, now this right. is not my idea. They're all hypothetical. I, I am going to read something out to you, gentlemen. I saw this on social media today, and it is a. it just so happens to be that John brought up this topic today. And I'm sure neither of you heard about this, but have you called – have you heard about – the Savannah Bananas. <laughs> no. I swear the this what? is real. And they, the Savannah Bananas, it is a baseball team, and there are some very, very odd rules. So here are some of the rules. Number one, every inning counts. The team that scores the most runs in an inning gets a point. The first team to five points wins. So basically – each inning is a it's like almost a mini game in and of itself. So let's say I score five, JB's team scores six. They get a point. The first team to five wins the game. So it could potentially go up to nine innings still. So like or it. you could have ties, I guess. But it's just – and again, this is just interesting rules I, like I saw. But I love know, it. This I'm is another one. Now, this is good. A time limit of two hours. No inning starts after the game gets to be two hours old. There is a tiebreaker format if a game is tied when the limit is up and there is a step below that I'll get to later. Now, that I really love because, look, I love baseball. but Baseball can be very slow and can get boring at times. And if you're really trying to engage fans, a slower game is not what you need. You need a quick game that will be done fast. Okay, that, that, that helps it keep on par uh, with other sports. Now, this is where some of the rules are going to get uh, real odd. Number three, no stepping out of the batter's box. If a batter steps away from the box at any point, it is considered a strike. This is real rules that I apparently are played. Is, the, no. I mean, it's minor leagues. Minor leagues, you got to try different things. So why not? Number four, no bunting. Now, that I don't agree with because, look. That's horrible. Bunting is a lost art that I miss. So I don't, I don't yeah. agree with that. Okay, number five. Batters can steal first. If there's a wild pitch or a pass ball during any pitch of an at-bat, like the batter can go to first. That would be fun. Now, yeah. That would be fun. It, it forces no. you to be more heads up. I like it. No, no, no. I don't like it. Hold on. Crazy. This is this is an odd one. No walks. If a pitcher throws a fourth ball, the batter takes off towards first base in a sprint. The catcher then has to throw the ball around to every defensive player on the field before it becomes a live ball. The hitter is allowed to advance to as many bases as possible before the ball becomes live. 
The ball does not have to touch the pitcher or the catcher, though. So you could potentially have to throw it. blown away. You have to throw it all the way to the outfield. And I could potentially run around all the bases and score, technically score a run. That's great. I love it. Oh, there's there's more. Hold on. Here's the tiebreaker. A one-on-one showdown tiebreaker. If a game is tied when the time is up, each team picks a pitcher and a hitter to face off with the defensive team only having a catcher and a pitcher in the field. If a hitter puts uh, puts a ball in play, he has to make it home to get a point before the pitcher gets the ball and throws it to the catcher. So basically the pitcher is playing all positions, and there's more. If a pitcher gets a strikeout or throws the runner out before scoring, there is no point for the hitting team. The first team to prevent the other team from scoring wins. So it's actually the whole point is to stop the other team from winning and the first uh, the other team like from scoring. Ball back in the day. What? Everybody's like wiffle ball back in the day. Absolutely. I'm, I'm not like and I'm not just like you that one. Two two more odd rules. There are no You're mound- out of order, apparently. Apparently. That's okay. There are no mound visits from any coaches or players, which is interesting because that would cut down on time. What? Why don't we just save time? Why don't they just get an earpiece like they do with the NFL? I, that would be good. Could do that. Take Absolutely. out the in-between innings. See, it, there you go. Put, put the advertisements on the marquee during the game. I mean, come on. There's ways to save time. So time isn't the issue. See, there you, you go. So there's a way to save time. Mess. Hold on. They we got one more, game. one more rule. Hey. One more rule. If a fan catches a, fa- a foul ball, it is considered an out. No. No. Now, look, I'm not what? suggesting all of these rules go into place, but no. what I am saying is I have got to give credit to the Savannah Bananas, and I'm not kidding. This is real if you don't is believe me. I, JB, I swear this is You're real. Border, I wish this was a joke. I wish this was a what, joke. What league are they in? I don't know. But if you look up the Savannah, the Savannah Bananas are their own team, I think. Their well, thing says we, normally we make baseball fun. I think they're in their own like special league. Like it's a uh, it's apparently it's they're in a oh, special it league. It is a special league, all right. <laughs> oh, we see that. <laughs> wow. Who are the Savannah Bananas affiliated with? Here you go. Let's see. Like some sort of mental institution. The coastal, maybe? they are the Coastal Plain League, consisting of sixteen teams throughout North and South Carolina, featuring the top college players from around the country. <laughs> yeah. Look, I wish this was a joke, gentlemen, but the Savannah Bananas are a real thing, and this is a real sport that people are playing. And while it's odd, I have got to give them credit. If you want to make baseball fun, just throw some really stupid rules. I got to be honest, I'm intrigued, and I want to watch a, a game now. Just for the fact that this sounds so stupid and so ridiculous, I like it the seems worth rules. watching. See that? So, look, I'm not saying every rule that they came up with is pure genius, but some of it was pretty fun, right? The the tiebreaker was fun. The no mound visits, see, that sparked a good idea, though. You add the earpiece, right? There are some legitimate things that can come from this. Bartolo Colon on the mound with the tiebreaker rule. Would you ever let him pitch? No. Never. Giannis on the mound, you'd take forever. (laughs) That was a low blow. (laughs) <laughs> well, that was good. So you, you'd have to think of who's pitching now. It's kind of interesting, right? But I want to see, see? Run a little see? Bit. 
barbed wire around the ring, fire around the soccer field. Right, that's these stupid. rules, John, it's just that's fantastic. No, my rules are funny, not dangerous. I like Debbie's. But, you know, a ring or fire around the soccer field, you're not going to go out of bounds. You shorten the field a little bit by like 50 yards. Maybe, maybe if you just take soccer, you cut the field in like half. Maybe soccer would be a lot more interesting. You realize how physical soccer is? No, I know. But if you cut the field in half, then these players aren't running all the way up, all the way back with nothing happening. The guy kicking it all the way downfield, the guy kicking it back, and it's boring because zero zero. I'm going to tell you this. This will change your opinion on soccer. LeBron James is a closet soccer fan. Uh, that makes his, me hate soccer more. His flopping is soccer 101. <laughs> that makes Watch me hate any... soccer more. <laughs> I would have to agree with John. That makes me hate soccer even more. You're no, not but... helping your case. <laughs> JB, Watch, do you have any special rules you'd like to implement for a sport? No. Well, yeah, I don't want to implement do rules. Uh, I don't want to be a commissioner. you got to fix a sport, a dead sport, dying sport. you got to fix it up with something wacky to save it. Bring draw I fans gotta in. I got to do something wacky. Yes, Savannah you got draw fans man. in, man. Savannah Bananas. Savannah Bananas. Yep. going to get you a shirt of the Savannah Bananas. Oh, wait. So what is Jake's here? Because Jake's just read rules from somebody else. What is Jake's? But Jake? My... Jake found it. That's, Jake that's found would you like to see their outfits, gentlemen? Would you yes, like please. to see what they wear? Yes, please. Because this is <laughs> the special outfit. This is this is truly. Let me get this for you because this is uh, this is good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They're rocking. Are they what looks like a, a skirt or a kilt? A kilt? They have to I'm, wear a kilt. I'm not sure, but I like the way it looks. It's different. What about the glasses? I think that's more optional, but I think the jersey, okay. the kilt, maybe the socks and the shoes, and definitely the hat. Okay. Would you side to play for them having to wear that? No, absolutely not. I would. I wouldn't. Uh, Look, not. if it made me a lot of money. I'm thinking football, we get rid of the helmets. <laughs> they already had that, and players died, <laughs> so they're not going to do that again. Hold on. So, John, oh, it's okay to have a ring of fire or barbed wire. <laughs> But we can't get rid of helmets because that's too much of a safety well, risk. Well, this is 2021. John, where, John, that, that was John where guys, is your safety risk concern? That was a 50. We didn't know any better. Guys will learn how to tackle if they don't have helmets. It'll improve the game. Oh, there you go. It, that would actually be an improvement of the NFL. So that's why my rule is the best. Maybe a little bit of Legion of Doom spikes on their shoulders, like oh the God. Legion no. of Doom. No, that's you know? dangerous. Just no helmet. That's Just dangerous. Helmet. Uh, look. Without helmets, it's going to be dangerous. That's, that's, going to tackle. that's just too dangerous at that point. Look, so I would pay homage to the Legion of Doom. Maybe, maybe each, maybe each team gets one WWE character on their defense, <laughs> and you could use that character one time per game. He comes out of nowhere. Whatever his special move is, he tries to attempt it on the offense. Maybe Undertaker choke slams. Interesting. You know, Ezekiel Elliott. Maybe Randy Orton. Maybe Randy Orton. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I do not come up with anything sadistic. Mine was purely funny and weird. I went and stayed PG at best. I was draft perfectly safe. WWE character, AEW, whatever. Hold on, hold on. Before we get onto this, I did not say anything that is remotely violent. 
So, JB, to you, I say, good sir, <laughs> out of order for that. Because John and Debbie, I agree, are being violent. <laughs> and so are you. You with your no helmet nonsense. Excuse me. Why no, I'm the only one that didn't say anything violent. I just said, let's make baseball funny. You said yeah, no helmets. John, boom. You said no helmets. John said barbed wire. And oh, yeah, Debbie said, let's put a ring of fire. But I'm <laughs> well, violent, apparently, because what I about, said, let's make it so pitchers have to play the field in the tiebreaker inning. Okay. What about each okay. team drafts? Each team at the beginning of the season drafts their, their WWE character. That's your character, and then they have their special move that you're going to try whenever you put them on the field. It's like, hey, Undertaker, on fourth down, we need you. They're trying to choke slam Patrick Mahomes or Devontae oh Adams God. or whoever. Again, and I'm the violent one. I'm the violent one here. He has I'm to kind violent. of follow the rules, but whenever whenever the play's happening, he's allowed to do his special God, move is this any point. Like, is this kind of like the purge? No. The football it's just version adding, of the purge. It's mixing WWE or AEW or whatever and football. You're adding a little spice to football. Maybe some people think football's a little boring. Add I don't a little think spice. Boring. No, I didn't say me, but maybe some people do. Add speaking, a little spice to it. Speaking yeah, of football, no I, just, I want to say this real quick on <laughs> Try football. Try it in preseason. See how I want to say one thing for football. I'm sure you guys saw Carl Nassib came out as gay the other day. Yeah. I, I don't mean to yeah. switch subjects because I love the conversation we're having and it's very fun. But if we're going to talk about football, I just want to quickly say, you know, I love that he did. Good for him. And I, I, the, the one thing I fear, I just hope it doesn't happen. They don't blackball him. I really, I, I really, that's my biggest fear is that now that he's outwardly gay, they're going to be like, oh, we don't want him because he's going to be a disturbance in the locker room, any of that nonsense. I hope it or doesn't happen. Or just sucks as a player. Yeah, I, I, I hope it doesn't happen. But I mean, um, if they cut he, him, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, he's not a very uh, good player. No, but uh, I don't speaking think from a statistics span- standpoint, I think he's not him, very good. You got to give him a lot of a lot of credit for being courageous because in the locker room, going against other guys in the trenches, you know that, that's a courageous thing to do. Absolutely, and, you know to to be willing to do that. No, nobody should ever have to hide who they are. If you're happy being gay, be happy. If you're happy yeah. being straight, and, and, be and happy. To say what John was saying, yeah. he, he's an okay player. I mean, he's not amazing, but no. I, I think he's good enough to be on an NFL roster still. I yeah. mean, he he's he does enough to make an impact on the field. Exactly. I think four, I think four sacks a year he averages, and that's okay. I mean, it's not great, but again, that's why I said he's not amazing. But I think he's enough to be on an NFL roster still. That's all. That's all. I. That's all. I just, I just, just like 30 well, I mean, some tackles here, I, I think. Yeah, again. I give him credit for doing it. You yeah. know, I hope, I hope he doesn't have to deal with the backlash that I think he's going to have to deal with. But, you know, the NFL came out very positively. Um, the Raiders, I believe, came out very positively yeah. about it. You know, there's been a lot of support for him. So let's hope. Yeah, of course. He, his jersey's the number one selling uh, as of yesterday and today in the NFL. A lot yeah, of support. It's good for him. <laughs> well, then. He's making a lot of money in of the Raiders. All righty. Debbie with some but, fighting words. All right. Uh, but, fine. you know, let, let's hope that, you know, when, when during the game, guys don't do stupid things. And, no, you know, no, of course not. Nobody does. No, but let's, but hold on. let's not. Hold on. Let's not do stupid things, but let's play with no helmets and spikes on our, <laughs> our shoulders. Cool. And All WWE right. characters, you get to use once a game. <laughs> I agree. 
And this, I very much agree with. Absolutely. Yeah. Most of them can't come out with it. And I, and I get it. It's hard. I'm sure it is. I mean, when you're on that platform, I, I, I can imagine it's, it's hard as is. But, I have, a, just think he did it, I, I have family know. members and friends I know that are gay and I know how hard it is for them to come out. So I, I can't imagine what it's like being no one should ever have on to, such a high stage yeah. having, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not easy. I'm sure. No one should ever have to hide who they are. If that makes them happy, who cares? It doesn't change who he is as a person. So, you know. Oh, I agree. That's all I so, got to say. About I, I didn't mean to get yeah. off topic from our lovely no, conversation, but I really did feel was, like we needed to a, make a point of saying that. That was an important news. Because that was, that was probably the best news I heard all week. I was, I really, I, I, I know yeah, it I doesn't have a personal impact on me, of course. But I don't think it but, should be news. It, no, it's, it, I, I meant... It's it's good that the NFL responded in the way they did, and I'm it I'm should. happy that he could be who he wants to be. He can be himself. That's JB saying I mean. it shouldn't be news. It should just be no. I know. Yeah, that's all. It should be. He is who he is. Who cares? And right. That's why I'm saying I'm so happy he did it because now I'm I'm, uh, you know, I'm happy I'm for him man. that he feels like he can be that. himself, and that's that's, that's the awesome. most important that thing. Is, and that that is great for him. But just go out and make tackles. That's all I care about. If I'm I agree. I agree. You know. So. You know what? That's all about us. All right. Do we want to go back to that conversation, or should I bring up? Uh, I think my, we're done with the ring right. of fire, barbed wire. I think they should fire <laughs> barbed wire. That's on fire. Johnny Cash. All right. Well, I will bring up uh, something I wanted to show you, gentlemen. That's uh, trouble. All right, bring it on. It it better be better than. Uh, I promise oh. you, gentlemen. Video. If I did play cornhole this weekend. And I'm in the blue. I hope you can see it. Uh, I, I did play this weekend. It's about a minute and a half of some footage of me playing. I Is there audio? No. Well, there would be, but there were conversations in the background, so uh, you wouldn't really be able to hear us. It's it's. This is multiple games, but uh, I'm sure. You, I think you can see it pretty well if you if you're looking closely. You can see, obviously, John. This is your partner. You know, you got to get a, a read on what I can do, but uh, I, I tend to think. Wow. Oh, Oh. Missed completely. completely All right, well, missed. I've had one miss. Excuse you. Beautiful. Beautiful throws, I think. I don't know. Air balls. You're looking like Ben Simmons over there, okay? Uh, these are oh. right, on, right on the board, Shots my man. Fired. Right on the board. Looking like right Ben on the board. Simmons. Jake, that doesn't even look like you. I could, I didn't even – I've never seen you with – I've only seen your head. Never seen, like, from the neck down, really. Another complete miss. That was, that was on the board. That was on the bottom of the board. Cornhole is amazing. It's a great game. Oh, yeah. And I'd like to point out also, John, you'll be happy to hear this. John, I played four games. And in four games, I went four and oh. Oh, very nice. And if it wasn't good enough, John, my first game, there was no video footage of it, sadly. My my girlfriend, uh, who happened to have, she happened to have been recording. She was not uh, not watching at the time, which is oh, okay. That was a terrible no, throw. I, what I was that? I threw it away intentionally. Uh, we, okay. we had hit 21, and I was throwing okay, it aside gotcha, because I didn't, gotcha. sure. I didn't want to lose the game and go oh, over. Oh, I was scared. No, no, What's no. this guy doing? No, no. Rattle snakes to the cornhole chain. <laughs> I like could've it. Put, could have put piranhas, a bowl of piranhas, under <laughs> the cornhole, the hole. So you have to dip your hand in. If you get a, a three-pointer, you got to dip your hand in. But to John, get what I'd out. like to finish telling you, which is extremely important, I think. Jake my is first... the 76ers tanking. Absolutely not. My first game, 
which sadly there was no video footage, which of course I wish there could have been, won that game 21-zip. Whoa, whoa, not- whoa, 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 whoa. Stop right there. Stop right there. If you got to 11 and you were winning, game should have ended. You should have counted them as a skunk. That's how that works. It's called no. skunk. It's okay. Game's it's- over. Ball game. It's all there right. is no. Game. There's nothing else. Exactly. It was. There's nothing above was, eleven. It was me and the family. Don't. It's okay. Look, the I would rather win twenty-one nothing now. I would rather win twenty-one nothing. We skunked my uncle, and I was like, "You lost. You got. We got That's to so eleven. You're at zero. I want to win twenty-one I agree. You guys, get, you guys will get used to the zero as you keep getting up game after game. That's it's a right. skunk. If you get to eleven and you're at zero. Okay. That's how that works. That's cornhole. <sighs> it's called Here's embarrassing your opponent. John, what I want 21 nothing. I think 21 nothing is a bigger embarrassment than 11 nothing. Just exactly. saying. And John, if here's I, the if I get to 11 and I say you can't play anymore because huh? I made you forfeit, ball game. John, but here's what matters. Your teammate went 4 0 with different partners. I played with three different people. I played with my cousin, my uncle, and my grandfather, all who three of us at most the family like party. Me? Who throws most like me? Probably my cousin. He's closest okay. to my age, and right. he, he's he was the best one there besides myself. All right, that's good. But what I'll say what was important was this, John. I could win with anybody. I made it work. You got a teammate <laughs> that knows about winning. I went wow. four. Well, you don't have to worry about winning with wow. anybody. You got me. No, I know. But my point is, you know now that you can trust me. I proved – I told you, gentlemen. I, I, I already if I played you. cornhole and I so managed, if so I if I get some guys, footage, I would bring I it to you. And I did. So I made a promise. What? Yeah, you don't know what that's, cornhole is. Don't worry, guys. This is how I sucker you in. Okay. Don't worry about it. So that, that's the game we're gonna play. What <laughs> were those bean bags or something? Absolutely. This guy, shark. He's a shark. That's what he is. He's a shark. It's like don't worry about it. He's acting like uh, Woody Harrelson. White men can't jump. <laughs> that's that's what he's being right now. He's he's trying to get us uh, get us all riled up. Think we can't beat him, John. I'm just, I'm I'm just confident. He has as ability. much hair. He has as much hair as Woody Harrelson. Oh, yikes! Am I out of order? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think it's out of order. I think it was you. It's perfect trash talk. I love it. See, he can't handle it. It's all right. You can't handle the truth. So, so what game are we playing? Playing cornhole. So, do we it. use my boards, or do we? Are you bringing your own G? We can use yours. I don't. I don't care. Okay. I think. Um, I think we should have to have both. Mine aren't the best quality. But oh, you're looking at this. He's already bringing bad quality. <laughs> oh, I, I see how this is going. They're good bean bags, but not the best boards. I want official bean bags. Look, we need to get John Mizek to fly in from Denver all the way to Pennsylvania just to be the referee to bring good cornhole board, bring good bag. Well, I got. I'll, I'll win with any bag, any board, any partner. You heard it here first, gentlemen. I oh, will I not see. lose. I and see. I know wow. that Sounds I'm going like to. Hold on. Gonna trade I know, me. Hold on. I have a no trade. I know. Calls. Hold on. You let me finish. I know I'm going to have a good partner, so I don't even have to worry. <laughs> well, hold on, John is from Jersey as well. I, oh. I thought he I thought he lived in Denver. I didn't know he lived in Jersey. Well, there you go, John. We're both Jersey men. There you go. 
But the point, where, the point of, John, the point of what I was saying was I can win with anybody. Hear that, John. But knowing the fact that I have a good partner, I don't have to worry. Just remember this. I'm just confident in my ability I, to win I, with this, anybody. This game you talk of, a hole of corn or something, <laughs> with your bags of beans and your board, <laughs> I shall not lose. Jake okay. and the giant beanstalk. <laughs> this magic I, I don't beans. do losing. My teams lose. The Nets, the Yankees, me, I don't lose. Sorry, guys. Yankees are struggling. We're struggling. JB, I don't lose in cornhole, and I'm going to eviscerate you. And I know John will help me, but we are going to take you down That's and punish you. I went three yeah. and one over the weekend on Lou Gehrig's birthday. There you go. We only lost because my cousin's girlfriend did not do anything. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Hold on. I you can't blame your teammate. You I can't blame your teammate. No, John. No, 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 no. I prevented no, no, no. us from getting skunked. She did nothing. I carried us. We almost came back and won. She did nothing. Oh. So just so you know, I'm very hard on my teammates. So if you don't score, I'm, I'm going to place the blame right on square on so, you. Let me explain this to you guys. I'll say nice things. I'll make sure I'm like, oh, yeah, Jake, it was okay. You tried your best. Then whenever you leave, I'm going to be like, Jake ruined my game. I can't believe you didn't score at all. <laughs> I don't go scoreless, John. I come up in the clutch. So you guys went seven and one. I played zero games. I'm still going to beat both your asses. Just remember that. Okay. When you lose, don't come crying that you didn't practice enough. We don't enough. know. We don't know what Debbie can or cannot do. I don't know what I know. We have no I, idea. I know John won three, went three and one, so I have a little bit of a, a, a an idea. But I'm the only one with real footage of any playing, so I'm the only one that has any proof that uh, has even played. How many times? How many times did Jake record that video? I didn't record any. How many times was that wow. video recorded? There, there, they're fighting are you, are amongst you? their own team already. I love it. I, I just love have it. to double check to make sure you didn't record it like four times. You're like, hey, no. you got to no. get the best footage. Which one's the best? Those were wow, just you're some of the trying to butter me up. Is calling you out. That's all I'm going to say. You guys are teammates and he's calling you out. God, John. Look, That's I want the best. I want the absolute best. I pulled the Aaron Rodgers card. I want the absolute best for my team. Wow. I expect excellence. Do you so, think he went forward all this week, John? I think he did. I don't know how many times he recorded the film, but John, I like what I saw. Aside from throwing one away. About going, look, I'm not going to throw perfect every single throw. I'm not going to lie either. to you. It's, it's inevitable. But you saw what I can do. If you don't want to believe it, my, okay. my board. I went 4-0. I did not lose. And as as LeVar Ball has, has, has so famously said, <laughs> like our never lost. Ball. Undefeated. My boards. I hope you know. Bean bags slide a lot on my That's boards. That's why I it's not, a, it's not a stick on board. They slide a lot, so you really have to be accurate. So if you're not accurate, all I'm gonna say is. Oh whoa whoa whoa! whoa. What is this? What is we, this we have, coming out of the woodworks? <laughs> with Daisy Duck, she has a picture with. I believe that's Daisy Duck. I believe. She's picture with. <laughs> of course, I want to so, I'm curious what you have to say for yourself. Wow, well, I love say? it. I wanted to show you what. 
Some videos weren't good in terms of quality. Some videos <laughs> just I didn't play well. I admit, I told you I don't have perfect throws all the time. I wanted I to showcase, wow. but I got them. My, just so you know, like I said, when we use my, if we use my boards, bags slide a lot. So you're okay. going to have to be accurate because if you're not accurate, I don't have a problem slide with right board. off. I never have a problem with the bag sliding too much. I really okay. don't. Right. I have a very just good double spin. checking. You now, saw I my show. Cover all our bases because I want to beat JB and Debbie and make sure we cover all our bases and make sure we practice enough. John, if you record yourself, win. by all means, send it to me and I will play <laughs> on on one of the shows. And I mean that sincerely. I'll record it once and I'll record it once only. Okay. I record Nothing myself, else. but I'm not playing it till we play just to show you guys. That you're going to be rusty. I was a little bit rusty. I'm not going to lie because I haven't played in a year. I was a little bit rusty the other day. Rusty. I haven't played in over a year. Ball I, in the I, hole. I like to make hole. sure I'm on the right side. The sun's not in my face. I like to make sure I throw it the right way. All these factors come into play, which JB doesn't Also, John, He's not an all-star cornhole player. If, if you noticed, I had to play both the left and the right. So – I can play both sides That's, if That is an be. advantage. We have an ambidextrous cornhole player. I throw with it's my important. right hand both times, but I can play from either side if but need be. But he's got both a... sides covered. I'm particular. I only like one yeah. side. I prefer I like the, the left or the right. But I will I not take the, left, the right I'll play side. the left. I if prefer that the right board, If that cornhole board is, is right beside my left foot, I won't do it. I will. I will hold out just like – Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson or anybody like that, I'll make sure I hold out. I'm winning. That's all I'm <laughs> going to say. It was fun. Guys, let me know your concessions feature. Are we working on it already? You guys are already fighting amongst yourselves. You're I already fighting. know. There's no fighting. There's none. You, you called him out of this video. Look, I demand excellence. It's okay. That's what you do for teammates. You don't just sit back, push them to the, their very I best. It. That's what you do. And I That's can appreciate that. That's what he's going to do for it. me. Couldn't I lost a game over the weekend. Go. Jake is probably like, you need to win them all. So next time you I play, agree. win them all. Bam. I, I need to do better. In over 40 years. So that's all I'm going to say. And how many times have you played in over 40 years? We're not talking about that. Hold on. How many times have you played? Over, under three. I say under. Don't twist my words. We need to get Raphael on here. We're not, we're not twisting the, your words. The, we're just asking a, a genuine up. question. Just Let's get some simple. props. Let's get Raphael. We'll get Raphael in here next week. Get the Absolutely. props on this. I, and I'm going to say this now to all our viewers, all our listeners. If you're betting on JB, you kiss your money goodbye. I if don't you're still lose. watching, thank you. I, I don't lose, I'm, and I refuse to lose. I will do whatever it takes to win. See, Debbie said she prefers to win, but she's not saying, I don't accept oh, yeah, we're gonna losing. Win. See, she's kind of on the fence. We're all about winning. See, I don't accept. There's a reason I went You guys can be about winning. I've lost zero games in my life. You have I'm to understand. In my last You're zero game, and zero. In my last game, I've not I, all, that, due respect, I? all due respect to my elders, my grandfather can't play for his life. He picked he, – he said, and I quote, I'm picking you because you seem to be good. He could pick any of the four players – oh, the three players that were there. He picked me. Now, he sucked most of the game, and I admit. He scored like six points maybe. Maybe. Wow. You let somebody I, else score. That's your first problem. What? You let somebody else score. That's your first problem. I can't, I can't stop him from throwing. He was my let, teammate after all. I couldn't force him it. to not throw. I, if he's going to score points, I'll let him score points. But the point was he didn't do much. Yeah, JB. Uh, 
where Jake carried him most of the game. And that's how. It's, so that's so how what you're it. saying is you could have scored 21 points. You needed help. He no. scored 15 out of 21. That's it's not that's that, that I couldn't score percentage. those. Actually, it's not that I couldn't score those points. It's because he threw those points before I could throw again. Therefore, I was not physically able to score that many points without going got- over and forcing me to lose. That's why, got that la- oh, that's why that last clip, I threw all those away. I landed one on the board, 21, throw the three away. I don't need to score more points. I don't want to lose. Look at that. John is 3-10 and 10 against his dad, but he, play- but he plays like a pro. John, you, you really need to step up your game if you're 3-10 and 10 against somebody. This is, this, is, this is rough. That's rough. I mean, I know you're a Denver Broncos fan. You're used to losing, but come on, John. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. Look, if you're going to come on my message board, <laughs> shots fired. Hey, I respect it. I'm cool with it. I don't see <laughs> anything out of order. John. Much love. Oh, I knew that was coming. <laughs> but, JB, just be prepared to lose. It's okay. In all, in all seriousness, 21 will be scored. By us. Does JB understand that you can't go over 21, otherwise you bust, and then the round restarts? I hope he understands. So he understands those rules. The the rules to these games don't matter. I don't lose. I will figure it out. Also, house rule. If the beanbag hits the grass first and bounces up on the board, doesn't count. All right, good. I agree. agree. If it hits simultaneously as it hits the board and the grass, it doesn't count. You don't get the the love. My rule is this. No thanks. My rule is if it lands on the board and just a tiny bit of the corner from when it lands is just touching like a blade of grass, it's a point. But if it's it kind of slides but if up, it slides and in grass, it, no absolutely. Things. If it slides, the grass is holding, you know, the ground is physically holding it on the board still, doesn't count. The basic rule is if you ever have to test it, this is a real rule I do use. But I will say it's not perfect, but it's a, it's a good rule. Lift the board up. You take all the other bags off that you know are guaranteed. You just pick it up. If the bag slides off, it's no good. If it stays on, I think it's it's if if it's if if it's a 50-50 call, it's a fair point. If it's that's why we have John Mizek as our referee. He'll be calling Zoom calling. (laughs) Zoom calling. Uh, We Uh, can't get referees. We need someone to zoom call in. John, get on the plane, John. John, your wife can be the ref, right? I mean, Look, John oh. Mizek knows his cornhole games. He wow. knows his cornhole games. He's lost a lot, so he has experience in the playoffs with cornhole games, so I trust his judgment. He's better than the NHL refs. It can't be worse than the NHL referees. NHL refs are currently the worst in all sports, yes. period. Kind of like your guys' cornhole games, but it's okay. <laughs> JB, when you lose, you'll understand. I'm done with it's this guy. That's all I got. That's all I got happen. for well, maybe, ne- maybe next week. I will. So now that I muted both of them, it's not going to happen. <laughs> and just for that, I'm going to go uh, out of order on JB. Do you have anything to say for yourself, sir? Uh, I think you guys are killer. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. I just, I just wanted to make him think like I cared what he had to say. John, <laughs> it's, it's just you and I here. J- JB Thank doesn't have anything to say today. He's Thank out of order. If I, if I do get to choose a WWE wrestler, <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of different ones that I would go with. I mean, a lot of good ones. I could go with Seth Rollins. I, I could probably go with Cody. I, I could go with Cody Rhodes. I'm, I'm going to call him in. 
Um, you know, they're down in Jacksonville. I know, I know Alex lives down near Jacksonville. Maybe I'll make a phone call and he could try and get Cody Rhodes and then we'll get Cody Rhodes up there as my, my, you know, professional wrestler. We all get one, you know, yes. Just like I said, for the NFL, if I need to, I'll call him, do a special move on JB to take JB out. So that way help us out a little bit if we need it, but we won't need it. But if need be, oh. he's right there. You get one a game, just like I said in the NFL. So you know, see, they're already Rhodes is my choice. They can't Hold even on. do it. Don't say we, John. <laughs> I am not looking for this. Way. You don't have to. You don't have to choose a professional wrestler, but as we said in the NFL, wow. it's your option. So I'm gonna, I'm wow. gonna make sure I take up on that option. Already, already looking for ways to win without <laughs> the game. John, if without I'm calling so anybody. Cool. Right now, I'm calling the Savannah Bananas. Savannah Bananas. Well, that's not a professional wrestler. Maybe they I, wrestle. Maybe they wrestle in their I, mental tattoos. I, I don't didn't know. say that I am calling a professional wrestler. I just said, if I'm calling anybody, period, Savannah Bananas, baby. Maybe one of them is dressed like uh, Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura whenever he was uh, you know, in the tutu. John, you... It's- it's going off the tracks, I know. You are taking this conversation you, yeah. places I did not expect it to go. So so by next week, I expect we'll come up with a date for you guys to lose. It's fine. I and expect footage from at least one of you. Because I'm, I'm not giving you guys footage of a game I don't play. Uh, what about I Debbie? Just win. What about Debbie? We want some footage of that, what I'm, Debbie I'm does when she throws. How about that? I'd be okay with that. I'd be with... Abby, any, any if you're still you. listening, what do you think? Guys, I'm so worried about footage of a game nobody plays. We're just going to win. Winners Look, win. We need to see what we're up against. As you far as I'm concerned, JD is going to start throwing them overhand and just praying it goes oh, in. You can't throw it overhand. So I, I know. It works. He doesn't know the rules, though. I think he's getting himself into something that. He can't handle. And if he loses, over he, his can, head. he can eat a well-done burger since um, he doesn't like them. That's a mean punishment. But I'm okay <laughs> I'm gonna with it. Feed him one of my famous well-done burgers if he loses. When oh. he loses. When he loses. That's happen. correct. John I mean, to me, I think that that's burger. like that's a reward, but you guys <laughs> seem to think it's a punishment. So, uh, you know, that's, yes, that's a punishment. Debbie. We're ready for a video of what you can do in cornhole. If there's, I'll make sure I send out my video in the next couple weeks. Couple weeks. Just I'm hoping by next prepared. week I can get some footage of you, gentlemen. <laughs> Look, I have to ha- have to make Thank sure I get rust off Agreed. before I show footage. Just remember, Jake, fans. when it's all said and done, your partner is well done. That is all to say. He's the yin to my yang in this case. He's gonna be. He's the well done, the weird man. I'm the medium rare, the right way. You're gonna have the well done. That's fine. You're gonna have the well done. Just understand. I'll have the well done on my team, but when it comes to eating, that's you, my friend, not me. Nope. I got the. I'm gonna prepare your burger. I got the dub in my pocket right here. (laughs) Pull James Winston in the dub. (laughs) (laughs) I am gonna prepare your burger personally. You you do and that. John, you too. And you'll I'll make it medium smoke. rare, and I will love every bit of it. <laughs> nope. Uh, all right. Uh, Anything else, guys? No, I'm I think good. that uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> it for me. I think the show has devolved into enough madness. <laughs> and I think I can say for all of us, 
we're out of order a little bit, just a little bit. Oh. Uh, all right, JB, I'll start with you. Where can they find you? JB underscore the program, the program on Believe, NFL Carousel, cover the charges, um, NBA Carousel, which I produce. We're coming to the Final Four here. going to be the final soon. Make sure you watch them Monday night, Sideline Sports. Uh, and beat John and Jake in every sport possible. But first, no this shot. Corn, corn, what is it, Corn Check thing or something? Cornholio. <laughs> this guy is the, corn, the great Cornholio. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> All right, John, where can they find you? Just like I challenged Eric Wilson to a game of hockey, one foot, I have my stick ready here, and I will beat him, and I'll beat John, any of you in hockey. Invite I'll, me to that. I'd love to play. I'll beat any of you in hockey, one foot, with a ball. We all bring our own sticks. I'll beat any of you. I'm going to say Eric, this right now. Any of you. The reason I will kill you is because I'm considerably larger than you, and I will check Doesn't you into matter. the boards into tomorrow and next week. That's exactly what Eric said. Easy. That's what Eric said to me, but you also got to remember I'm very quick. So John, I played, that. whenever I played hockey, I played on defense. So uh, I, I've dealt with your, which means before. you can't score. We get. You're right. I can't score. You got to be able to score to win the game. But if I can beat you up and stop you from playing, I think I can score on the goalie enough times to make it work. We'll see about that. Anyway, I'll beat you on hockey. Anyway, Find me at Cardiac Kane, where I write all my Carolina Hurricanes article on Fansided. Check out Fansided. Find me on Twitter, Bluehawks13. You can find me on the NFL Carousel cover, covering the Ravens, NBA Carousel covering best team in the league, Miami Heat. And That's why they're out of the playoffs. You can find me just about – and here's Sideline Sports, the most important place with the most important face. How about you, Jake? John, I got one thing before I, I get to that. To say you're the most important face. Most important to, place. Most important place, I agree. The most That's important what he face. Did say. You're out he of order. You're out of order, buddy. If he said face, I just ignore him. I, I agree, but you know. And, and the fact that you think that he had the best team, out of order. Anyway, you guys can find me here most importantly on Sideline Sports. Uh, All right. I, I All got right a feeling. Ben Simmons. We'll beat you, Ben Simmons. <laughs> Uh, you guys can find me here on Sideline Sports. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. My Twitter is at Jake underscore Malik, and that's basically where you can find me everywhere. And more importantly, you can find Sideline Sports on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Instagram, and Twitter at Sideline Sport 1, YouTube, Facebook, which is just Sideline Sports. Wherever you get podcasts, where you have social media, whatever it is, we are there. I guarantee it. So that's where you can find us. And more importantly, you can find myself and John absolutely obliterating JB and Debbie in cornhole, even though JB and because JB doesn't even know how to play, he, he, he barely knows what the game is, let alone how to play. What this kind is of a guy that went four and zero, never lost. I'm like LeVar Ball, <laughs> undefeated, never lost, and I'm not going to start. Uh, don't soon. forget, I'm also on the Sports Arena Monday and Wednesday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern time with Eric Wilson, Alex oh, Lund, oh. Megan Price, Ty Ray, and Michael Caratinudo. All fantastic. You guys have a homework assignment for two weeks. The next two weeks, I want nicknames for players, changing their names. Okay. I can do that. I already got one right off the top of my head. I'll give you an assignment. Who who would you think is the best cornhole players that you could choose lineup-wise? You get four (laughs) cornhole players, 
two you get two players and then two substitutes that you could pull from the NFL. Four cornhole players is the best that you could pull. It could be Mahomes. It could be a defensive end. Whoever you want, tell me next week. I'm curious who you think would be the best cornhole players in the NFL. Who you think are. <clears throat> so that who do you think is the best? Odd. I mean, maybe Patrick Mahomes is good. Maybe he sucks. He's Based on those uh, State Farm commercials, <laughs> he looks like he's pretty good. I'd like to face him in a game, by the way. I think I'd beat him. All right. Well, on that note, I think that's it for us. So everybody have a good week, and uh, we'll see you next week. You're out of order. Electric acid. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the rock podcast, Back to the Arena, The Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, The Interviews. Electric Acid.